Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, DJ Shardangerous. And it is your boy, DJ Big Popper. And we are back with another wave of the planet. What's up? How was your week, Bob? Uh, you know, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Things are starting to settle down. I finally figured out, like, what all I'm, my classes are, where they're supposed to be, the times. Because I definitely thought my oh, – yeah, it was Tuesday. I definitely thought my uh, class started at 12.25. And so I got out of work about 12. I was like, oh, I'm good. I walk in there. I was not good. <laughs> I was like, oh, starts at 12. Awesome. And that was the moment that he realized he was not good. <laughs> I know. I felt like a freshman. I was like running around. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> oh, and it turns out I was supposed to be, um, they break up into sessions. So I was supposed to be broke up into another session. So I had to like bounce around to five other classrooms. Still found my group. So yeah, you know, other than that, we're all good now. Um, I got all A's. So that's cool. So First, far. <laughs> it's only been three weeks in, but hey, <laughs> you know. Can't. That's what's important. Exactly. exactly. So, uh, <clears throat> My week was pretty good, I, since I know Bop wasn't going to ask. I was just care. about to ask before <laughs> I choked. Um, I had one of my classes is, um, I have one class on Monday and Wednesday, and then two on Tuesday and Thursday. And Mondays and Wednesdays are my easy days, because I literally, I'm at work from 8 to 11-ish, I have class from 11 to 12.15, and then I'm done. My class is on the first floor. Super simple. Ooh. I get home by 12.30. I can have a nap, get up at, like, 2, and then be productive. Like, there you go. Today's Wednesday, so it I didn't take a nap. It is Wednesday, my dude. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but we did do it on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. It's the Planet 107, I believe. Yep, at go the ahead Planet and 107. Us. We had a buy it. We're doing a... um. We're going to do a new series, basically. We're trying to get more active on social media, so we're going to do a new series um, introducing our uh, people who work here. Um, right. We're going to spotlight some of our DJs in a couple months, so um, go ahead and follow us. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've been pretty busy with uh, DJ training lately, so we got our next uh, crop of college DJs, a bunch of people that we're trying to train. So I think we got, what, about... I think at least 15. Yeah, about 15 new DJs coming in. And that's great. That's great for us because, number one, we get great exposure on the station. Um, But also it gets more people involved, which Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell people I work at a radio station, at a college radio station. They're like, oh, huh. But this is a real station. Mm -hmm. KXDR is all student run, man. KTRL is NPR. So that's, number one, we have NPR experience, which, number one, is great. Uh, Number two, board hopping is such a good skill to have. You can do that on the weekend mm-hmm. and make money. You can do it for, you know, life and make money. So um, we're getting real-world experience here, people. That's true. It's a matter. Some people say it's just for fun. I claim it's for the paycheck, but here I am still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what we get paid the big bucks for, to come in after work and record a podcast for you guys. See, I enjoy it, and I know I too. I'm pretty excited because – you know, when we don't have DJs in there, it's all automated and, you know, there's no really interaction with anything. So I'm really excited to start hearing voices out there. And then, of course, planning and going through yeah. uh, helping these DJs produce their shows because they none of them really have like an – well, some of them have ideas for their shows, but none of them are flushed out or at least none of the ones that I've trained so far. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of people – one girl I had, she worked at KSTV. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. You've got DJ experience, but she's excited to be here so that she has – more like freedom in what she talks about yeah. and she can you know do more of the show that she wants to do and i was like cool and, like that's dope like that's one of the great things that we're advertising here that like you within our format of course 
you can do your own show, you know. Um, we just want these guys to be good. We'll hop on air while we're at work, you know, uh, make some announcements or, you know, sometimes just two. But um, I, I like turning on the radio. For me, it's a more more it's a more better experience it's a better experience when you um when you're listening to someone talk live and having a good time versus just an automated mm-hmm. message yeah right it's time, definitely so. more enjoyable to me so i agree with that <laughs> we're <And> getting stickers <laughs> that say it is enjoyable to me <laughs> for sure <laughs> boom we're the planet but what all do we got going on this week girl? so um we had a lot of stuff go on this week um we're gonna talk about some more beef um we're gonna talk about Eminem and MGK for a half a second. Um, we're going to talk about some sports stuff. Um, we're going to talk about Mac, RIP, and um, what else you got? Well, I got a little bit about a break-in at one of our one of us, our personal favorite stars. We talk about him every week. So we had a break-in at one of his old houses. And then we also have um, finally found out the cause of death, and the fact that it was an accidental death for Dolores O'Brien, who is the singer of the band Cranberries. So we got that to come in. We're going to go in with our f- song of the week. Sade, what would be your short song of the week? Um, So I, this is predictable, whatever. It's a Mac Miller song. Um, I've been a Mac Miller fan since I was in like middle school, high school, on the real. And um, me and my friend Cheyenne, we would literally like, jam to Blue Slide Park like when that came out um, we would jam to that in the car like everywhere we went I'm not crying yet I promise but um, it was like when he died it was very very emotional for me like I, I took a nap and like I woke up to those texts and I, I broke down mm-hmm. and like when X died when Triple X um, I didn't really like like to me it was sad mm-hmm. it's always sad when someone passes away but it wasn't for me. I wasn't as emotionally attached you didn't really to him have a connection because with. I didn't, you know, listen to his music or much, or it mm-hmm. didn't help me through a hard time. Po- oh man, Mac Miller helped me through such a hard time, and like he, like even like this this summer, he just had his new album come out, and I was banging that, and I loved how his album came out at the same time as someone else's, and they were just like, yeah, uh, they were like, Did y'all hear something? And I was like, no, like this Mac album actually goes pretty hard, mm-hmm. and. Um, now he's gone and like, it still doesn't feel real because like, I literally will listen to Kool-Aid and Fresno pizza every single day. It's always, man, it's, it's always hard when you lose one of our, one of artists <laughs> that you actually like attached well, to. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it's not like, it's not like he was new on the scene mm-hmm. and it's not like he'd been doing this for a while and like, okay, you know, we've come to a resolution. No, I grew up with Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. He's only a couple years older than me. He started making music when I was in in your when I was in my impressionable music years, <laughs> and so that's what I was listening. Like I literally tweeted one day this summer. I was like, man, the fact that like Blue Slide Park and uh, um, certain other albums came out when I was in middle and high school are the reason why I am the way I am mm-hmm. now. And um, my song is 2009, by the way, um, but. Um, it was just so sad. Like, I keep listening to that song in a loop. And um, to me, it's just so sad because, yeah, he did just have an album come out. And that's great. And, like, that album's number one now. But, I mean, that happens every time someone passes mm-hmm. away. I mean, we saw the same thing happen with Triple uh, X. So. Exactly. And I'm like, I think that if more people would have given him more of a chance, you know, like, listen to his words. And then I also, I need to say this. We like people are on Ariana Grande's Instagram mm-hmm. and, like, on her social media, like, telling her that it's her fault. 
and that she's the reason for his substance abuse. This boy's been talking about doing drugs since he was 17. Like, mm-hmm. it's not her fault. He, you know, you, you can't blame it on anyone, but him, he was going through a hard time and um, things happen. But, uh, yeah, my song is 2009. And um, it's been a tough week. Like, I know it sounds so, like, cliche and crappy or whatever, but, like, I took this one hard, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't feel real. Like, he wasn't done. Like, he he had albums back then, and he had just had one come out, but, like, he was not done. He was literally just about to go on tour. His tour was just about to be, like, his tickets were about to go on sale, and I was just about to buy a ticket. <laughs> like, send a press pass for it, but it just it still doesn't feel real to me, man. So, um, you're, you said the song's 2009? 2009, yeah. Um, and it's one of his uh, slower songs. Um, but also, well, can I have two? Yeah. Um, there's another one, and it's, it's not for me. It's kind of just a running thought I have, and it's called I'll Be There. And it's literally just about his mom and, like, how much he loves his mom and, like, how she's done so much stuff for him and, like, how no matter what, like, he'll always be there for her. And, like, this summer I, like, went a while without seeing my mom because I was, I was working every mm-hmm. single day doing this internship, being here, had homework so I was doing classes and stuff. And, like, I went home for the first time after, like, a month and a half and I was listening to that song and it made me cry and I had to call my mom because, like, I was like, no, mom, like, I'm on my way. I miss you so much, but I love you. And so, like, now I can't stop, like, thinking about his mom listening to that song. You'll have to listen to it. It's It's pretty emotional, but... Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm done with my Mac rant, but um, it's just so sad to lose an artist so young. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and I saw this on Twitter, and it made perfect sense to me. And it was like, the reason that like people are taking this so hard is because it's not like another idol gone. It's kind of like you lost a friend, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel. Well, a lot of us, since he is similar age, I believe he was 26. He's 26, correct? yeah. Um, since we're all in that area in that or that 20s age, group, age yeah. that that's who we grew up listening to. That's was yeah. one of the uh, one of the one of us, I would say, because exactly. you know, it's, you're like, oh, I can relate to that guy because you know he's my. He's age. not like an older dude he's, rapping about stuff back then. He's like rapping it, about the things he's going through, and you're going through it at the same time. Exactly, and since he's and maybe since he's from like more of our generation, like yeah. we kind of we we connected with him a little bit better, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like a I look up to this kid. It was like a I'd consider this guy a friend mm-hmm. and like it's like losing one of the homies it really kind of is and so I don't know I haven't it's not real to me yet uh, then we'll take a quick moment of silence and we'll go ahead and play that song for you then thank you All right. Well, I would have to say for this week. Can we um, get a little bit happier with your song of the week? Is yours a little bit happier? Uh, yeah, actually, I will. Mine is out of a s- soundtrack. It's called Heavy Metal. It's a, I believe it was a 1989 animated film uh, or animated movie. And then they made a remake or a remix or the second one in uh, Heavy Metal 2000. And it's going to be uh, Veteran 
of the Psychic Wars, and that's going to be by Blue Oyster Cult. And if you don't know who Blue Oyster Cult is, please check them out. They uh, they also do Don't Fear the Reaper. They're a phenomenal band. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lean in with that song to kind of give you a little bit of what's on that soundtrack about the kind of music because it has, in my opinion, some of the best hits from those early 80s. So we'll go ahead and play some of that right now. Malone so basically I'm like Bob has a story but I'm reading this article and it's like Post Malone has the worst luck ever lately and he's the first to admit it um well this is coming off uh, what it's been two weeks since he got stuck up on that plane because of the uh, tire blown out right okay so yeah so that's what it's saying so the first thing uh that happened was um he he got into a car crash too did you know that no actually I did. when was when did he get in that crash I don't know, but um, he... Oh, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so this this has not so, been his couple months. August 21st, that was the plane. Mm-hmm. And then, um, literally, it had to have been like a week ago. And it, it says, um, <laughs> just weeks later, the rapper was a passenger on a Rolls Royce, which happened to be involved in a car crash with a Kia. <laughs> well... Now, at least it's a Kia, so it should be it should said, be fine. He <laughs> said no one was injured and everybody was able to walk away. But he tw- he joked on Twitter and said God must hate me a little. <laughs> well, this is uh so this has just happened this past week, and it says gun tutting thugs invaded Post Malone's home, or so they thought. So they um they ended up robbing this house, which used to be a month ago was um. Post Malone's house. So that's where they thought Post Malone was living. So September 1st, they went in, um, three male suspects, they smashed the front window. Um, and then they entered the house where somebody was still in there or the current resident was in there, but it wasn't Post Malone. So they ended up, uh, I believe pistol whipping him and then knocking him out and all while asking where's Post Malone and before stealing, I believe, uh, $20,000 worth of cash, jewelry, and cell phones while continuously asking where Post Malone is. So it's obvious of who was targeted. Um, however, what they didn't realize is that he had moved out a month prior. So the current resident, the current residents living there had no connection to Post and completely off, just completely taken off guard. And um, they're trying to determine if this hit is tied to another celebrity home invasion uh, just hours later where some thieves broke in and stole a safe from Ray Sremmerd. So they said uh, they've had a bunch of home invasions this past couple of weeks. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, Bella Thorne, Christina Million, um, I'm not going, John Meyer, and they had all been... Uh, John Mayer? Yeah, but I don't... How, how do I... I do not want to pronounce that wrong. I don't know. 
Um, so we're not going to pronounce it because <laughs> I will mess it up as well. But basically, these guys are being burglarized in Hollywood. Um, Which, I watched a movie about this. See, I too. think this is kind of odd because don't they have gated communities and they're like nice gated guarded communities? Um, they do. Honestly, I feel like people like this, they'll like dress up as gardeners or something. Uh, but to me, the funniest thing is, is like, they're like, where's Post Malone? We're breaking into Post Malone's house. He moved. <laughs> Yeah, no. It wasn't even his house. Yeah, imagine the being, okay, imagine if you had owned this house, you've just moved in, you know, got everything settled, you're just hanging out, right? It's a little, piss, little bit past midnight, you've just gone to bed, and then three guys break in looking for Post Malone and just yank you, steal your stuff, and beat you, and then they leave. And it's just like, well, that's cool. I mean, if you didn't know that the, you live in the house that used to be Post Malone's, you do now. Like, it was like and now I'm like, hmm, now they're probably going to move. They're like, ah, I don't think I want to do this anymore. So I just think that's kind of odd. I just feel like it. it's not just him. It's multiple stars had been broken into recently. And it's just like, don't they have like guards for this kind of stuff? If not the, if not the stars themselves and like, I'm sure there should be, like, some guards at the front gate and to get in. They're just not letting anybody in. Yeah, honestly. Because that's um, how you get stands. I don't think that – I don't I don't know how you break into someone's famous like house like that. I don't know how that happens. But the crazy thing to me, it's not it's not just one house. It's multiple houses in the same area but yeah. different communities. What I'm like, is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, there, I watched a movie about this. Um, hold on. Yeah, the movie's called The Bling Ring, and basically, like, they just, like, break into famous people's houses because they can't. And I'm like, why? Why would you risk that? See, the only thing that would make sense to me is that, like, all gates have that for uh, emergency response. The, uh, that they can, I don't know if it's a key or something that all cops, uh, firefighters, EMS, they all have on them that allows them, like, in all anything so maybe they got one of those and allowed them in there but i just think that's kind of kind of far out to me the fact like you would expect these places to be well guarded you know so i don't know that's what i got on that that's kind of odd for yeah, me i think that's just so strange why would you break into somebody's house like somebody who you obviously you're gonna get caught also, going there shouting where he is, so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of stupid. Where's Post Malone? Like, where's Austin? Just go in there and it's just like, okay. So, I just think it's I just think it's kind of absurd, and he's had some bad luck, man. But, hey, at least this one wasn't, I mean, I, he was targeted, obviously, but he didn't get the bad end of the stick on this one, or short end of the stick on this one. So, hey, there's yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. But, I'm going to go ahead, uh, we... I, talked about it a little bit earlier uh that the cause of the surprising january death of the cranberries lead singer um well it was predetermined that it was might have been a homicide so they'd been doing a lot of uh investigation in on that and it has finally uh, came out they finally came out with a report saying that um the uh west the london inner west corner dr shirley radcliffe found the death to have been an accident caused by alcohol intoxication and drowning the findings were then confirmed by the westminster corners court to npr in a phone call this morning and has previously reported that the inquest has been expected to take some uh, time to conclude so they uh they found her dead january 15th on a london hilton hotel on park lane 
and she passed away when she was 46 years old. So I just, man, we've had so many deaths with just overdosing and drugs and alcohol. Well, alcohol is a drug, first of all. Yeah, alcohol is a drug. That's for sure. So we've had we've had so many. Okay, I guess I guess this should be our disclaimer. This is going to be we're going to go into the sadder part here. So we're going to go ahead and do this. This episode is just kind of sad, man. And then um, then we got Mac, and then we'll try to pull it back up. We got a we got a little bit other news. We'll go back into beef. You know, try to try yeah, to get us out of there's this. There's a couple of beefs that are kind of prevalent this week. So try to get us out of this like a uh, somber moment. So. She was only 46 years old. I know it's crazy to me because Linger and uh, Zombies, those are obviously stuck in my head forever. I I can sing those like crazy. And it's just, it's wild that it was, well, it's always tragic when somebody dies. But again, we have another drug. I I would say a a drug death, related death, where got drunk and drowned in a pool, which I just... Or not, and not even in a pool. I don't know if it was the pool or just in her bathtub, where she just passed out and slipped into the bathtub. And I just, oh man. Anytime to me, the the saddest deaths are um, well, obviously suicide is sad, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but to an extent, I don't know how to say this to where it doesn't sound wrong. Um, to an extent, when someone commits suicide. They are trying to make the pain go go away, mm. and it doesn't make the pain go away. It just transfers it and multiplies it. It mm. transfers it to so other people, and it multiplies it. They feel it so much more. But an overdose, you nine times out of ten, an overdose isn't a su- like a suicide, like an accidental overdose. It's mm-hmm. not a suicide. They're just trying to get that high, and they don't know it's the last well, time that to they're going to get that. that pain. And they're just like, exactly. They're like, oh, I just need a, I need. I it. just need this for a second. Literally, I'm sorry, I'm gonna throw it back to Mac Miller real quick, but he like was recording a music video the next day. Mm-hmm. He had photo shoots this week. Like he had, a, I think he had a music video that was gonna come out, and then like I said, he was about to go on tour. Mm-hmm. Like he was not expecting. To no. overdose. It's not. He was just trying to get high again. And there's no, um, it's a, it's a suspected overdose. So we don't officially know what he died of yet. Um, we'll let you guys know his autopsy is back, but the results aren't confirmed yet because the tests are going to take about a week to get mm. back. So we'll let you know when we know, but, um, that, that is so the drug problem. We've, we've had almost a whole podcast talk about drugs. Yeah. Um, but drug deaths are so sad. Because it's not. To me, I feel like oh, um, like these overdoses and stuff is like kind of to me. It's like a cry for help. You yeah. know, it's when they're doing this. They're like, "I'm not well. I need help." And it's just, um, and we kind of go and you kind of touch base on Ariana Grande and everything. I had uh, seen reports and other people saying that she had their entire relationship been above and beyond helping him yeah. try to be sober yeah and i had the, she had talked about um one of the reasons that they had broken up is basically because she didn't want to be um not necessarily his mom but she didn't feel like she should have to take care of him mm-hmm. um as an adult man she shouldn't have to baby him um he needs to get better and he needs to want to do it and need to do it and um from what i know i think he actually he was trying to get back on that path mm-hmm. but um that's the the, the slope with drugs it any any little slip up can cause your life 
That's true, and it's just it's sad to see this. Like, and again, we've been over we've been over this, and I don't want to reiterate too much. And but, uh, man, when they're be just be there for them, just be be there to help them. Don't get mad. You can't. Anger does yeah. not accomplish anything in these situations. You know, you have to like take a step back from it, and some things may anger you for a minute, but you got to think this is someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Like. You can be mad in a moment, but you're going to regret your actions later on. Mm-hmm. So it's, <sighs> it's just crazy. Like everyone that we've lost this year and like we've lost um, a lot of music stars this year, not, a lot lately, which I feel like not only have we lost a lot of mu- music stars and maybe this is just for us because we're younger, but yeah. we're losing people in our generation well, of yeah, music. And, that's, and I feel like that's hit us a little bit differently. Well, yeah, because we're losing, like, we're to this age, right, when dying young is not, it's never, it's never a good thing and it's never Mm -hmm. a normal thing, but it's, I don't want to say normal, but it's starting to become, like, not necessarily surprising because mm -hmm. drugs are so prevalent It is turning to be, like, kind of normalized. And it's like... Our parents, like people that our parents listen to, like when Michael Jackson passed away, that was so sad for me mm-hmm. and and my parents because that's what they listen to. And so um, Aretha Franklin passed away a couple, um, and, and I'm pretty sure we talked about that. Yes, but um, like just the fact that someone, she, I'm not going to call her old, you know what I'm saying? No, no. But she lived a life, yeah. and um, I think I don't, I think she did pass away from natural causes or from it may have been health issues, but I mean. Um, like, what I'm trying to say is she didn't pass away at a young age from a drug overdose. And that's happening. Mm. X didn't die from a drug overdose. But the fact that young people that we are listening to now aren't getting the chance to mature into, like, we don't know what another album from him would have sounded like. Uh, no, it's just like, uh, I guess the only thing I can kind of compare it to is when we lost David Bowie. That was really hard for me because mm-hmm. um, I'd listened to a lot of his music growing up uh, and a lot of some harder times in my life like I would listen to some of these songs and I would connect with it emotionally and these are some of the these are stuff from when he was younger so this is like some of his younger works and it's just to be able to see um, uh, the evolution of his music and how he was dealing with certain things and and now it's easy because I can go through the timeline of music and of when he dropped certain albums I can go through his like autobiography and just like read through and see what he was going through and and that's why i was like oh i'm connecting because of these reasons i think that we take music for granted sometimes oh yeah Um, we take shoot we take life for granted a lot for sure you just like oh oh i know tomorrow yeah it's just just (sighs) just that simple statement i'll do it tomorrow sometimes you don't get it tomorrow again and i know i know i've we've talked about this about calling your parents, which yeah. you don't always have tomorrow. Dude, I um Sunday was grandparents' day. I didn't even realize it. But I called my grandma today because she lives in North Carolina mm. and you know they're expecting the hurricane. And um like it it's just nuts. Like I keep like call like call your grandparents too. Like if you if you care about someone, let them know. Oh yeah. Because don't take that time for granted. Because, you know, what do, what do they say? Uh, yesterday was history. Today's a mystery. And, Tomorrow uh, isn't promised. Or, yeah. yeah. Something like that. I was just like. There's, 
nothing in life is a guarantee. Tomorrow is not a guarantee. And it, it, I feel like the loss, or at least to me, like the loss of Mac Miller kind of um, showed me, and I was like, man, I've taken a lot for granted. Yeah. You know, me a lot too. of things that I'm just going around, oh, I, I don't worry about. It's like, I was like, man, the amount of time I've wasted just, I'll just like, oh, I'll do it some other time. I'll do it tomorrow. And, and that for people, and it's just like, man, I. I could have not had those times. I could have not have been able when I said, "Oh, when I I told my mom I'd call my grandma or I'd help my grandma with something." I was like, "Oh, I'll do it like next week." Or it's not guaranteed. Stuff's not exactly. guaranteed. And uh, I think also another reason this one was hard is because like X was young, mm-hmm. and then there's older people, and like he wasn't into music as long as Mac. like Mac Miller's first album came out in like 2010 2011 yeah, he, he was had like his, 18 right or 17 he, yeah he was like 17 when he was yeah. dropping kids kids came out when he was like 17 18 so like and he's four years older than us so that was when I was like 13 than you he's than me yeah he's two <laughs> years two years older than yeah. me and so like literally growing up with a person and then like listening to every album they produce and it, listening to how it matures and how they mature and it's like, man, I just feel like since since he is from our generational um, when we're going through and I feel like we had a lot of the same struggle or yeah or like a lot of the songs that he would choose a lot or saying a lot of the the problems and the um, the emotions that he was dealing. I was like, man, I'm I'm dealing with the same kind of thing. Yeah, because you know? I mean, like for the most part, generally they were about like, um, like having a good time with your friends, just wanting to hang mm-hmm. out with your friends and do stuff. And growing up and then the or, the hard hardships of growing up and just yeah. the different. And it's, like uh, I said earlier, I'll be there is a song about his mom, just thanking mm-hmm. her for everything that pretty much he's done for. Her. Um, He's got one called Miss Calls, and it's it's basically about, like, uh, long-distance, not necessarily long-distance relationships, but, like, relationships, like, as you glow up or mm-hmm. just relationships in general. And, like, I don't know if he's got relatable music, but, like, you felt it in the mo- – like, you that was mm-hmm. something that, like, when that came out, you could identify it with it then. Yeah. So um, it, just, it just sucks really knowing that, like, when you're going through, like – I don't know, because I feel like he would have been the type of guy who, like, is getting married. He'll maybe he'll have a song for her and, like, has a kid, like, have a song for his kid, have an album about stuff like that. And something you won't get to experience from him anymore. You don't have that chance to. Man. Well, the I guess the silver lining out of this, there's been other artists, uh, younger rappers that have been like, it's helped them want to push towards sobriety. Yeah. Um, you know? A lot of artists have come out and um, did uh, tributes to him and stuff. And I think a lot of artists also are char- starting, and it, not just because of him, but he definitely is is a shocker in the face for a lot of people. A well, lot of people our days or younger in music are starting to get clean. Well, we had talked about uh, a couple podcasts ago how – um, when things happen, um, like when, when these, uh, you would say disasters happen or these, it takes like something crazy to happen for change to come from it. I mean, one of the uh, artists, which we have a little bit of, we're going to talk about in a little bit, um, Lil Xan came out and said that he wants to be completely sober because of what's happened with, uh, with Mac. So it's just... It. Yeah, it, it takes, it's sad, but it takes a tragedy to, like, make mm. you want to change. And I think the fact that, like, 
he was relatable to a lot of different people. Yeah. Kind of made it like like younger kids in the rap game, older guys in the rap game. Like because I feel like I feel like a lot of things is that. Um, we take life for granted. Definitely as younger generation. Uh, Absolutely. We, we think, oh, yeah, we, we're going to die. So we've, we've kind of um, come to pl- like my, put our mind at ease as we're not so much afraid of death because we know yeah. it's going to happen. But yeah. we've never been faced with it to fear it. And I, we were just talking. I, I'm, I told him I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of leaving things mm-hmm. undone. I'm yeah. afraid of having stones like leave no stones unturned mm-hmm. you know exactly. don't hold like grudges are dumb to me because mm-hmm. that's time wasted and this is that goes kind of to what we we're talking about earlier like being mad in the moment like you're going to be mad in the moment but later on the five years down the road you're you aren't talking to somebody for no reason somebody something could happen with that person and you, you're not even know and you not even know why you were mad at them in the first place I it was just, not going to matter. I just think a lot of it is silly and a lot of different things uh, that we hold on to when it, life is fleeting. We should, you know, take Absolutely. advantage of the time that we have here. Like I've my my life, I've had some um, some life changing news this past uh, couple months that have really changed my perspective on uh, life and what I'm doing. And I've kind of uh, I've tried to try to bury some hatchets, you know, reconnect. Try to because I don't want to. Um, if I were to die or something, I don't want anything to be left unsaid. I don't want to have. I want my conscience to be clean. Like exactly, and like a lot of people are scared to say if I die or like when I die. And like I'll even admit, um, my mom was telling me some stuff. Um, she was just telling me because uh, not too long ago we like went through all so much stuff with the house that we live in now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a long story, but basically, um, my mom bought it. It's her house now, and um, it's like it, it was her childhood home. So it was uh, a long story, a long deal with her and uh, some family members. But um, she was telling me, you know, I don't want to freak you out, but I want you to know that basically, like her life insurance policy is in my name, and um, the house is in her name, and it's in her will that. Um, after she passes, the house will be in my name. Um, I'm her sole beneficiary for certain things. Mm-hmm. And like at the moment, like I was like, mom, that's great. But I don't want to hear about this. But like, I understand. I understand she's telling me this because I I don't want to think about it. But logically, I need to. We need to stop being afraid of death. And I don't want to say embracing it, but like it's going to happen one day. So prepare for it. Mm-hmm. And and also, don't hold a grudge. Leave <laughs> leave no stone unturned. Like, there's no point in being mad at someone for one thing. I I just feel like there's enough anger and hate in the world. Why why add to it? You know exactly, exactly. So and I feel like everything with Mac is uh, kind of put a lot of different things in perspective for a lot of different people. For sure. So while uh, while I mean. I guess it is kind of a silver lining because while I, this is it's terrible, it's some, terrible news that he some good he passed, but the, at um, least if nothing else, his legacy is that a lot of other people might survive because of it. And know? some good music, he made some good music. Yeah. And I mean, if you listen to his music, and you don't even have to really listen that hard, um, he's talked about his struggles. Like mm-hmm. he has struggled with drugs, he has struggled with depression. Um, he just got a DUI a couple months ago. Um, when him and Ariana broke up and so a lot of people are, you know, 
blaming that on her and none of this is her fault um no. he was doing this before it's her always, he did it after her it's it is the person who did its faults nobody else's yeah and you can't so to put blame on somebody else other than the person is just that's terrible and just the things that they have said and just harassing her yeah, about it's like absolutely come on. because we, another thing you need to think about is they they broke up but their breakup was more of I can't do it for you. You have to do it for yourself, but I'm here for you. They were still friends and they were together for two years. They'd been kind of like mm-hmm. flirty for like, I think four. They did a song together. Um, they did The Way together and that was a long time ago. Well, wasn't that um, after the whole uh, Big Sean, right? So like, they, had had, they had just been together. I thought they'd split up before, like... Well, okay, so they did The Way, the song The Way in, like, 2013. Okay. And then um, they got together officially in 2016. Okay. And then um, they had a song come out, and it's called My Favorite Part. And I think, I think, so The Way is her song, mm-hmm. um, and I think My Favorite Part is his. Okay. But, if, I mean, obviously they were about each other. Right, right. Hmm. I don't know what I was thinking then. Um, let me see. My favorite part came out in 2016. So, yeah. Um, and they were together by then. Okay. So, it's like, it's tough. Like, she not only lost an ex, of course, but, but a, a friend. friend. And that's someone like, no matter what, you can um, you can be broken up from one of your exes. And, you know, that's all fine. But you're still... Not necessarily always going to have feelings for them, but you always have a place for them in your yeah. heart. And like, just because you're not together in a relationship anymore doesn't mean you don't necessarily care about that person anymore mm. or, you know, no. harbor hate feelings for them. If if they pass away, that's going to be sad to you. Yeah, it's, man. So like. Talk about some talk. <laughs> there's a lot going. There's a lot of sad stuff going on right now. Um, Give us some news to it. To get the get us. I don't have happy news. That's the worst part. Well, do we have any happy news? We got beef. Oh, uh, okay. Then that's n- I guess we can go into our beef. Well, I guess it's exciting. We get new music, so that's happy. Well, we get mean, new music, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> we got to talk about that power couple beef. We oh got- my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, so Lozan mm-hmm. and um. Noah Cyrus, they broke up. We talked about their breakup last week, and we have to um, check ourselves before we riggedy wreck ourselves. Um, Lozan has come out and said that he did not break up with her because of the meme. He understands it was a meme. Ha ha ha. Um, why did they break up? Uh, he said they broke up because he was she was over an, all, all over another man. But uh, then he then says that the whole relationship was a front to begin with. That the label. Um, pushed them into this relationship f- to boost uh, sales. So like he's saying that the whole relationship they've been in wasn't a real relationship. It was all fake that has been put together and that this label is kind of like ruining and running his life. So that that came out from his side. I haven't really seen anything from Noah or anything back um, again from the label saying confirming nor denying anything about it as of now. So, uh, I just think, I mean, to me, he always looked like he's nervous or he's out of place. He never looks like, uh, he, he just never 
f- looks natural to me. He always looks like he's on edge. Something's going on. Yeah. He and, he also um, he seems very. He said that the whole relationship was fake. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that uh, that the whole relationship was fake and set up by the recording company. And um, honestly, I I don't know. I didn't take him seriously, anyways. But. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of Lil Xan, honestly. So, um, his music's okay. The beats are all right. I, his lyrics are kind of flat to me. So I was never, just never something that I connected with. But I mean, he is an artist, and my opinion only matters to me. to nobody else. So there's yeah, people right. out there that could love him. You know, yeah. like we talked about uh, um, Takashi. We neither of us like Takashi. Yeah, we're not huge fans of him, but I mean Lance is and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean I have a couple something? songs that I enjoy by him, but for the most part I Didn't you just say that he received earlier about his record deal? A new deal that he's Oh done? yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually um in okay, so instead of going with a record label, he's going with a, a publisher house or a, not a publisher house, that's for books. Uh but like a publishing label. So basically which would mean that yeah, he would get his royalties and everything as being the artists, but then he would still retain the rights and uh, legalities and royalties for being the uh, writer of it as well. So he does all his lyrics. So he's going that route, which, (laughs) which, uh, which is a lot of, which when we get into it, a lot of the beef is uh, people saying that other people have ghostwriters. So, you know, that's a kind of a thing. Well, I think that also kind of goes along with what we were saying about um, Spotify and, um, these artists going instead of going with record labels kind of just yeah. like self-releasing yeah exactly which I, I don't know how this differs so much other than i know he's going to retain like all the rights to the song the lyrics the the writing everything so i think the way it would differ is probably that um he doesn't have to do it himself mm-hmm. um i mean he'll still be paying someone else to do it in some um someone else will still be getting some money off of it but he'll get to keep but it's kind of be like say. a like a self-release without being self-released kind of kind of sort of yeah okay so that's kind of we got going on with him and um i just i don't know how i feel about the whole uh, i don't know well, i could see it being um uh, put on cuz like i guess like he never seems comfortable so yeah we'll i don't see. know but we'll go ahead and go into our next couple so couple yeah, Eminem and oh, Eminem. I almost said Cardi. Yeah. Um, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> they we reported that they're. A co- I'm pretty sure it's official. Yeah, no, it's been official for um, what, two weeks now, three weeks, or I mean, months. two months, cool. weeks. Um, uh, I'm sorry, school just started. Okay, I like, know <laughs> brain is all flambe again. Um, so you guys know that Eminem is in the MGK beef, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit too. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you think I'm wrong, you can think I'm wrong. This is just my opinion. Each time me and Bob speak, we speak our own opinions. Basically, what had happened was... So, um, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj have kind of had a beef for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, remember when Motorsport came out? They were like... um, Basically, they they both did that song to just like prove that there was no beef but there definitely is well didn't they end up having sort of like a physical altercation yes well so i'm getting there so um 
So Cardi B and Nicki Minaj have had beef for a while. Um, whether it be about certain things, they've they've just generally had beef, both being uh, females in the rap game. Um, what came out this week was that Nicki Minaj was, I'm not sure if it's liking tweets or um, pictures on Instagram or something, but basically um, she was uh, liking stuff, calling Cardi B a bad mom and like making fun of um, her daughter. Um, Cardi B is not going to take that lightly. We know she's real down. Um, she not only raps about things, she's about them in real life. So, you know, Cardi B told her, come here. And uh, Nicki Minaj did not want to come there. <laughs> um, she she don't even talk. She don't just talk the game. She she walks that game. Exactly. Um, she hid behind security. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj did. So she had her own little bodyguards that she was kind of... Yeah, and a lot of people are saying um, for her to be classy and this and that. And me and Bob were talking earlier about how there's a diff- the difference between them is that Cardi B has not changed who she is as a person. Mm. Um, I don't... And she lets, she makes sure to let you know. I She's like, I'm not changing. This I'll is me. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I... Mm. It's honestly, the thing is, like, there's two sides of this of every story, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, whether Nicki Minaj liked the tweets or not or did whatever, I mean, she said, um, she said, I would never ridicule anyone's child. It's so sad for someone to pin that on somebody. I would never talk about anyone's child or parenting. These lies are ridiculous. Um, and then she said this for Cardi. You put your hands on certain people, you're going to die. She said, Period. Huh. No, I'm pretty sure that's a threat, but um It's not a threat, it's a problem. Cardi B's about it. Um yeah. she was willing to throw hands that night. Oh yeah. So to And me, I, I think Nikki just was not prepared. Well, <laughs> she and wasn't like, ready. And evidently Nikki oh, was like taking pictures and stuff. Really. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um evidently Nikki was like taking pictures and stuff afterwards yeah. and like doing a photo shoot, like she was unbothered and stuff. But the fact that you had to like go there and like to me, like the fact that you had to put in effort to look unbothered makes you look bothered. Um, I don't know. To me, all of most of this beef stuff is ridiculous, um, and especially like with what we just talked about. Well, this is the first one that's came close to like an actual fight, fight see, in a while. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like Cardi was like, "Let's go," and, and she's about. Like, she's like. Well, <laughs> Nikki was like, mm, no, I'm not going to do that. And, of course, Nick- she's like going to pin it on class and stuff. But mm. at the end of the day, like, you're going to talk some trash. Now she's thinking, you know what? We could fight or I could go and make a diss track, make more money. Honestly, that's what I want to happen. I want some more diss tracks. I Speaking- think it's fun because you always get the good good new songs for So Speaking of diss tracks, what's uh, coming out tomorrow? All right, everybody. Eminem has. Actually, tonight. Is this going up Wednesday or Thursday? Okay. So we got, (laughs) let me get into it. We finally have a response from uh, Eminem on the MGK. Marshall Mathers? Yeah. Oh, no, actually. um, Slim Shady. Oh, you mean that white guy from D12? Yeah, that guy. Um, It's actually B-Rabbit's coming on stage. Gotcha, gotcha. But we have, uh, Eminem has finally issued a response to the Machine Gun Kelly beef kind of thing. He said, um, there was a, if you didn't catch it, Yesterday, there was an interview with uh, Sway, and there's actually going to be the set. Part two is tonight at 8 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time, I believe. And uh, 
That's going to be coming out. It comes out with a full story about everything on the beef and why he ended up making that diss track at uh, MGK to begin with. But we're going to it. He said on that uh, in the interview that Eminem was asked about his recent beef with Machine Gun Kelly. And then the interview cut off about where he's about to give the full answer with the preview of part two where the interview teases this in the trailer. He goes, you know, you go down the wormhole of YouTube and whatever, right? And this is Eminem. He goes, um, so I see Machine Gun Kelly talks about my daughter or whatever, or Haley or whatever. So I'm like, what the F? And I clicked on it. And he goes, then he starts to doing a press run basically about Haley. And I'm like, what the F? He goes, my, yo, my man, better chill. So why not get, so that's not why I dissed him. The reason I dissed him is actually a lot more petty than that. And now I'm in this weird thing because I'm like, I've got to answer this mother effort. Trucker so, did. <laughs> like a cheek on a stick. But he's, um, it's surprising to hear uh, Machine Gun Kelly's tweet calling Eminem's daughter hot as F when she was like 16. So it kind of like stemmed, it's been a thing, it's kind of stemmed from it. And he's just like, well, shoot, now I've got to respond to him. So it is now officially confirmed Eminem is coming out with something to clap back for Rap Devil. And in true Eminem fashion, it's 100% probably going to be a... a, a a song, a diss track for oh, yeah, sure. More than likely. What do you think is going to be called? Let's take bets right now. Um, mm, I don't know. Since he did, since he did a thing like rap on his God. rap god, so he went to rap devil. devil. But he, mm, see, I don't know because G Easy already took away the the fun one to mess with, which is Wild Boy. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Rap Satan. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I think, I don't know. I think it might go on something that, since it's said something about Haley, it might be something with his daughter. So, I think it's going to be MGK backwards. KGM? Water Pistol Kelly. I don't know. I'm just throwing out stuff here. Nothing's going to kill me. Yeah, honestly. So, yeah, we talked about this beef last week and how, like, Rap Devil was really good, and I 100% give it credit. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. But I, Machine Gun Kelly is going to get firebombed. More than likely. And whatever, yes. whatever that white guy from D12 is going to put out. But I'm excited to see what is going to come. So, and he also has a uh, new music video coming out tomorrow as well. He uh, kind of teased it on his Facebook a little bit. So we got a new song. Oh, yeah. He does have a new music video so coming out. So he's got so. a new music video coming out, a uh, new s- diss track song coming up. And uh, then, like I said, he has that second part. If you want to get the full of reason why he did that song in the first place, so I know I'm curious. Uh, that's going to be at eight o'clock tonight. So also, I feel like 100 percent kids are off limits. And mm-hmm. oh yeah, no. I don't know how old Machine Gun Kelly was when he tweeted that. But, uh, uh, well, I would assume Haley's what now? 24. Yeah, that was like six. No, she's 22, right? Oh, she's 22. That was six years ago, I think. And uh, MGK's, what, 27, He's 28? 28. 28 so, yeah, so saying that as a 22-year-old yeah. man is a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, a, yeah. So. I wouldn't want him saying that about my daughter, but. Exactly. So, and I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate Eminem saying the same thing oh, yeah. about oh. his daughter when he's 16. Exactly. So. So, like I said, fantastic. We. Finally got a confirmation of a new song coming up. We got that new music video. And like we said, uh, they're streaming that second part of 
the interview tonight. So, so we'll find go out. watch it. Maybe we'll link it in the description. And we'll actually know what it is about or why he started in first place. He said it, it wasn't because of um, wasn't because of that. He, or he didn't diss him because of uh, um, because of Haley. He dissed him because of something. Well, it was. I think it was partly Haley, but there was. Well, some yeah, more a little. Well, it. that's what he got into it for now. But what he looked into it, um, he's saying that isn't the actual reason. He's saying it's a lot more petty. So I'm curious. I really want to know the response. So, of course, uh, if you miss it, we're going to cover it next week. So there's that as well. But absolutely. Well, that I don't know. Do we have any more music news before we go into sports? I don't think I've got any more music news, no, sir. Well, then I will let you. I know this is a story that you really like, so I'm going to let you go into it. I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? No. Okay, I'll talk about it. Are you going to? Yeah, I'll talk about it. So um, it was at, which opening was it? It was at the uh, British Open, correct? The U.S. Oh, it's our U.S. I'm pretty sure it was the U.S. Open. So we we had talked about if it's going to be uh, first one we're going to go into is Serena Williams and her quote unquote what do they call it the um, angry they're, black woman yeah they're calling whatever. it like her her uh, yeah her like temper tantrum and they're using it using that uh, term angry black woman on her which is and so like part of the like I get so this is the thing so basically what happened is she was yelling at the the um, is it a referee or an umpire in tennis? I'm going to say a ref because I played football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, she got um, called for coaching. Like her coach, her coach was coaching her during a play, mm-hmm. which technically is not allowed, but is done so many times. And so her point was: number one, he wasn't coaching me, but number two, it's called so many times, and when it's not happening is when you call it. Mm-hmm. So I will admit, I watched the video. She did yell at him. Granted, I did kind of feel like it was justified, but well, I, I get that, you know, that's not okay to do. Okay. So she, so it did. So she, with that, and it kind of just snowballed, I felt like, uh, how everything happened. And I mean, every action has a equal opposite reaction. So... I feel like if she'd kept more of a level head, she still might have been able to win the match. Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was like a call that like didn't necessarily determine the match. Well, I think but it, it, it 100% determined one of the affected sets. Affected the match. Oh, I think it definitely affected the outcome, but for sure. Uh, but just how it happened because I saw the play. I believe it was bogus as well, and um, she yelled at him. That's you know that's just fine. That's good. All well and done. But then what I what I had the issue was is that after. She confronted him about it. She kept going. It was like well, it was yeah. like the entire match. She kept going at it at the ref. And, well, and like, I don't, but I don't think that was the only play that he called against her. No, like, that's why I said stuff. it's kind of like a domino effect. Yeah, I, it's kind of like uh, would you treat? And, and I know this is kind of like a different. I'm not saying like we're humans. Nobody's perfect. So yeah. people make mistakes. Whatever. But some people are just too proud to say, oh no. Yeah, no. it's my call. No. Well, yeah. And so that's one of the big things about how like this is blowing up so much is because she is like one of the most level headed oh, athletes. Yeah. And like she's hasn't to my knowledge, hasn't had anything like this before. Well, not only this, but, well, we had just last week. She wasn't allowed to wear her medical yeah, body suit. Exactly. And so I think honestly, this came from a buildup of her and she's talked about it many times, how she is a black female athlete. And instead of, like, being called the best uh, tennis player in the world, she was called the best female tennis player in the world. 
And granted, she was the best tennis player in the world at the time. And so, yeah, it was, I don't think it was that I was, long ago, I, actually. I, I, wait, she beat, she beat Federer? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they, I don't think it was, or it was most accomplished okay, tennis I thought, player well, in the world. I thought Something it was saying, like it, instead of saying it was like the best uh, tennis player, it was like the best black tennis player. No, I don't I thought think it was. so. Because, I mean, between her and her sister. Well, They're she, like the she, top two. Well, she is. Part, she, so. I would say, better than her sister. She has more accomplishments. Well, yeah. She's as got well. more accomplishments, and definitely in their duo, they um, do well together. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think because it, there's just been so many things building up. Like she is one of the most drug tested athletes as well, mm-hmm. and for what reason? She's given no reason it's that targeted. she has. I mean, yeah, I, I get it because it's it's a competitive nature. Like yeah. You, they're like, oh, we got to drug test you before every event, which I, you know. Yeah. yeah, but there's a difference between that and like drug testing her randomly. Oh, like, yeah. ti- like for no reason. I do reason. not disagree. And so I think, honestly, it was just kind of a buildup from all of the, the stuff that she's had to go through. She's she had definitely a kid been targeted about a year ago. Yeah. And she's like, she almost yeah. won the open. And so another thing about this story, um, which is why, like, like I said, um, I definitely don't. You know, think that she should have, you know, I understand that she was mad she didn't have to go that far. But another way that kind of shows you the kind of person she is, is like when they were doing the announcements, they were booing. And it's not necessarily, I, I don't think that they were booing the girl who did win, which her name was Asuka. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they were booing her, but um, they were booing for sure. And um she like whispered in her ear and was like letting her know you know um they're not booing for you you did a good job and Mm. i'm really proud of you because i mean i mean granted would it have played out the same way would she have won if that happened maybe maybe not we don't know but uh to be there and then get booed at the end like that yeah man you gotta think about from her that girl's perspective is like well god yeah, and she's 20. So she's 20 years old, and she's Haitian and Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Naomi and Osaka. Old, and how old is Serena? She's, what, 30? No, she might be in the 40s now. No, I think she's in her 30s. Okay, I thought she was in the late 30s. because might she was, be. And, I mean, to be on that level, or yeah, at, still at, and competitive in that level, because tennis is not easy, man. That's no. a lot of running. That's a lot of that physical stress. That is sport. So, I mean... I think she's been targeted, and I think there's – I don't think that we see everything that's going on. I think there's a lot of, like, backward politics that's going behind the scenes that we're not seeing. So For me, um, she's 36, by the way. Oh, she's 36? To be playing at – I'm not going to call that old, but I'm going to be saying, like, to play Uh, at your sport at such a high level at that age is amazing. I wouldn't say that that is old by any means. However, uh, most sports, you know – most people that play sports are retired by 40. Yeah, it's so, not a definitely. I mean, 40 is an like old age to retire. Mm-hmm. So and that's and that's uh, and you think about it, it's unheard of. in like a lot of the contact sports, that, that's crazy. Yeah. And all these sports that require a bunch of uh, um, agility and all this, because as you get old and like we said, that's not necessarily old by any means, but it's. But as you get into your 30s, these 20-year-olds can move quicker, move faster, move better than you. And yeah. I've noticed that. Heck, I noticed that when I turned when I turned 23. I was like, man, I just – I struggle doing things. 
<laughs> when I used to be able, when I was like 21, I was no problem. Now I'm just like, huh, this is kind of a struggle. You're getting old, man. And I think it's just a lot of different things that have kind of just piled up in the in the past years against her, with her. And it's just like, now it's everything's just kind of coming to a, uh, coming out. And it's just, I hate to say I I hope nothing bad of this happens or happens to her because of all of this. Yeah. She is a phenomenal athlete. No. Well, see, she's been fined $17,000 for it. And mm-hmm. um, Well, hopefully that's the end of it. Somebody said just... on Twitter, send it to him in pennies <laughs> to just... be petty. And honestly, I don't think she's going to be petty about it. I think that no, she just is, because she's a woman of, person, of class, the type of person. She, and that's why that is why this was so surprising. That's, yeah. No. Because she is a woman of class. So to have and, her. Um, out or have her lash out like this? She had to have been pushed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because she's um, not gonna. It's such just, a tense match, too. And I mean, she, you know, she's been competing for, for like what sixteen years now. Like At she's least. been comp- competing for a very long time. So it's not. So one little thing isn't going to unnerve her. You know, she's been in it. She's she's lost some. She's won some. It's, so she's well versed in how this goes. So it has to. I feel like for her to lash out had to actually be something that more in the background that we don't know what's going on. Another thing is that also like she um, she had speaks out very frequently about women's rights and women's mm-hmm. equality. And a couple of uh, weeks ago, another thing happened in tennis where a woman was, I think she was fined for, um, she had her shirt on either backwards or inside out. Yeah. So and then she, she took had her to... shirt off and changed and she was fined for that. Yeah. But they um, were saying, but, but the men would just take their shirts off. Which they, they have fine. since then dropped that fine. Yeah. Thank God. Which, yeah, I think that's kind of really. I mean, ridiculous. she's got a sports bra on. She's not exposing herself. It, it's, it's nothing different than a bikini, in my opinion. Exactly. So I don't see why and, it would be. You know, you play volleyball in a bikini, and then the guys take volleyball. off their shirt, and it's just like it, it's the same. I, yeah, there's a lot of double standards in sports, and so she, you know, just felt like she was being attacked. Like I said, um, I don't necessarily think that um, yelling like this was, you know, no. super cool, but also. Y- like there's two sides of it mm-hmm. and so and I, while i understand the ref how that's not going to feel cool to get someone yelling at you like that i understand why she was doing it and um i just i feel like with the whole situation with the out um the with the with her outburst is that a lot of her opposition is going to turn and turn it, it turn this into a bigger thing than it needs to be yeah um i think that and it's not one of those things like like she's been speaking out against mm-hmm. um things since she started and so it's so, not just like this is just the one random time that mm-mm. she's been targeted no, or things no. like that no it's happened a bazillion and she's times always and, overcome and so and so it's... i think this one just kind of was was the the boiling point for her mm-hmm. but um i hope this is the end of it and she continues success because she she deserves it absolutely and uh i mean she didn't win that uh, match and uh, congratulations to Naomi Osaka. She mm-hmm. was 20 years old. I think she was the youngest person to win, which is which a Grand Slam title. Phenomenal. So congratulations. Um, also, she was the first Japanese born person to win. Mm. So congratulations to her. Oh, and it says say umpires are uh, umpire. Tennis do have umps. Not I don't like that though. Not refs. So I think I prefer ref. But. Stay tuned in. Next week, we're going to have a little bit more on, uh, of course, we're going to have the M&M, exactly why this whole beef started up. Hopefully, the new song will be out. 
Yeah, um, his new music video will be out, so maybe we'll analyze that a little bit for you. Um, yeah, his new... Um, we're hopefully, whatever he's going to respond with, hopefully that'll be out. I'm really excited to watch this video tonight. Ooh, I'm, I'm extremely excited just from that. If you haven't seen it, it's, uh, it's on his Facebook. I believe he's like, it's going to be streaming off of his Facebook and his website as well. Yeah. Bop always sends me stuff. On, me and Bop are friends, by the way. We work together, but we're friends mm-hmm. too. We'll go out on Thursdays actually tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow we're actually doing karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. I so. think I'm going to do a Mac Miller song in tribute. Maybe you do Donald Trump or something. I don't know. Yeah, I might do Frank Sinatra. I'm feeling a little... Fill Fly a little. with me. Is that Frank Sinatra? No. No, I don't think so. I think I'll do Take Me to the Moon. Okay. You know, very a shorter, easy song. There you go. <laughs> that everybody knows. Um, so, But he's always sending me Facebook stuff, so I know as soon as this link goes up, as soon as this video goes up, he's going to send it to me. Oh, yeah. And I can count on that. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in with us. Um, I don't even know what week this is, but... I believe this is week 13. Oh, three months. I five. Believe, I Let's, believe wait, this... hold on. Let's get that ASMR for everybody. <laughs> that was a good one. So thank y'all. If y'all just recently getting into it or if you've been with us since the beginning, we love it. Thank y'all for listening to us. And we'll be here next Wednesday on Wave of the Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.